0: All right, we are now on to episode number five here of The Invisible Enemy, COVID-19, looking back at some of the early days of the COVID pandemic. So um, before we get into that a little bit, again, I just want to thank everybody for taking the time to watch this, to listen to this when it's um, added to the podcast version, wherever you're watching this. Definitely want to get it onto other platforms, not just for YouTube for many reasons. I'm sure you all can figure that out, but we're now five episodes deep in here, and I figured, you know, there's so much happening with the COVID right now, too, that is happening in the current day, so maybe um as time goes on, I'll kind of cover a little bit of that from time to time, but I figured um let's go ahead and take a look at some of the stuff going on. This in- article is pretty interesting here. Let me see if I can pull this up for you. Dana White says Joe Rogan can't be canceled. I think he's right. And the whole canceling thing has just been really, really disgusting here in the free country, right? In the greatest nation ever, we are canceling things that we don't like for some reason. So it's kind of weird. Dana White has hit out against attempts to censor Joe Rogan, claiming the podcaster can't be canceled. And that's true. Why would you want to cancel him, right? If Joe Rogan is wrong, if you know if he's doing all this stuff that's wrong, then he, he got cured from it. Um, he got over the the COVID thing. So it worked for him. And what do they want to cancel him for? Because he's not going along with what they want. It's pretty interesting. So here's what he said: Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan experience. Oh, this is from labbible.com, L-A-D-B-I-B-L-E dot com. The Joe Rogan Experience has become one of the biggest podcasts in the world, and while it has made the host a shit ton of money, <clears throat> it has also landed him in hot water on numerous occasions. Just recently, 270 U.S. doctors, scientists, and healthcare professionals wrote an open letter to the podcast streaming platform Spotify, you may, you may listen to this one down on Spotify too, labeling Rogan a menace of public health really a menace to public health so the letter said he had a concerning history of broadcasting misinformation particularly regarding the COVID-19 pandemic and called for a clear public a clear and public policy to moderate misinformation on its platform there we go 1984 they want to moderate what they deem as misinformation um, and that's the thing who gets to decide what is misinformation and what isn't, right? Uh, but the UFC boss Dana White, but UFC boss Dana White <clears throat> has dismissed the criticism, su- suggesting that attempts to censor Rogan are in vain. I think he's right. Again, <laughs> asked recently about the controversy. On the Full Sin podcast, the 52-year-old said, "You're not canceling Rogan. The thing is, with Rogan, he's a brilliant guy. He does his homework, and he knows what he's talking about. So that's the thing. It's a, a misinformation because if he, he knows what he's talking about, if he's done his homework. If what he's saying is is true, and even if it's not true, that's what that's what freedom of, of of speech is. So the whole canceling thing, like you're canceling what? I mean." if this, if you say this guy is blatantly lying about things, but he's, what he's talking about worked for, for him. Maybe it doesn't work for you. Maybe it doesn't work for other people, but it worked for Joe Rogan. And he's keeping an open mind towards things. Sounds like the people that want to cancel him are not doing that. And so it creates this, this cult. It's this cult of COVID, the COVID cult, right? Where it's just, you have to fall in line with these things, or that's it. As we go on in this book that we're reading through here, through my invisible book here, we're going to see a lot more of that, specifically with the Dr. Erickson, I believe his name is. We're going to get there. This was one of the first strikes that I've gotten on my YouTube channel, um, my previous YouTube channel, and this guy, I don't even know if you remember him, but he is one of the first people that I remember on video that was coming out talking about this stuff. We're, we'll get to that. Um, let me not move too far, too far ahead, but um, I believe he was a doctor in Bakersfield, or is a doctor in Bakersfield. So uh, let's see. And guess what? This is effing America. You can, you can have your own opinion about these things, and you can voice them. That's what this effing country was built on you know, uh, Dana White cusses a lot, (laughs) and all these little whiny effing piss ants, I don't know, (laughs) pussies, (laughs) maybe, that don't like it, too effing bad, so um, then they provide the link if you want to go and watch that and listen to that podcast, again, the name of the podcast Full Sin podcast. So go check that out. It's pretty interesting stuff. Um, anytime Dan White is on camera or speaking at a Republican convention or wherever he's speaking at, or whatever he's saying, um, it, he's he's another person that usually grabs my uh, attention. So um here the article goes on. While freedom of speech is undoubtedly in- integral to the functioning of our society social media platforms have taken steps to moderate discriminatory speech and misinformation and again it's what they deem as misinformation right it's what they believe is misinformation if something works if what happened with joe rogan worked and it did what is where's the misinformation so this is where you get um some of these things so here's the open letter Throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, Joe Rogan has repeatedly spread mis- misleading and false claims on his podcast, provoking distrust in science and medicine. And that's the thing, their science, their medicine, it's not the end all be all, like they're trying to make it seem like it is. He has discouraged vaccina- vaccination in young people and children incorrectly claimed that MNRA vaccines are gene therapy, promoted off-label use of ivermectin to treat COVID-19 contrary to FDA warnings and spread a number of unsubstantiated conspiracy theories and again when you have something that's so new the vaccination is so new and there's been many thoughts about vaccinating even vaccinations that are tested that are you know they're not getting canceled if people don't want the vaccine don't force it down their throat and don't try to, to mislead them in, into thinking that we all should do this. And that's why I think they're going after some of the people like Joe Rogan, who has such a strong um, influence. And if it's contrary to what they're they're saying, to what they want, for political reasons, for monetary reasons... You can see that they're why they're going after him. Joe Rogan has nothing to to gain by this, by spreading quote misinformation. But a lot of these things that he's done, he's shown it does work. It has worked. Just because you don't hear about it in the mainstream media doesn't mean that it's it's not out there. And like Dana White said, this guy has done his research. He knows what he's talking about. So, um, in episode one seven five seven, Rogan hosted Dr. Robert Malone who was suspended from Twitter for spreading misinformation about COVID-19. The doctor used the JRE platform to further promote numerous baseless claims including several falsehoods about COVID-19 vaccines and an unfounded theory that social leaders have hypnotized the public. That's his freedom to believe I would think. So, Many of these statements have already been discredited, notably Dr. Malone is one of two recent Jerry guests who have compared pandemic policies to the Holocaust. So when you're showing your papers and things like that, and you have to do all this stuff, you're being pressured into this, there are similarities. These actions are not only objectionable and offensive, but also medically and culturally dangerous. So. Can read that. <laughs> then Neil Young has thrown his weight behind the cause, writing in a letter: "They, Spotify, can have Rogan or Young, not both." Spotify, which paid 100 million for the rights to the podcast in 2020, is yet to comment, and um, so we'll see what happens with that. I just thought I just thought I would kind of read through that, um, so you can get an idea of what's kind of happening with that. You may have already known about that, but it's pretty interesting what Dana White is saying, and. Um, the other thing I wanted to kind of look at here before we get going, uh, the Warmington, the Freedom Truckers, may ha- may form the world's largest convoy. This is by Joe Warmington. This was written uh, January 26, 2020. Pretty good article. I'm hearing a lot about this stuff. Not in mainstream media, obviously. They don't want to cover this, this convoy, the Canadian convoy here, that is going up there. Um, but... Something's happening, and I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I'm sure you can read a lot about that, So, um, and why they're doing it, what they're doing, what the whole purpose is. It's pretty interesting stuff, so I definitely would encourage people to check out that if you haven't. It may be hard to find, but hopefully as we go on, we'll learn more about the convoy, uh, plans call for a convoy to arrive in Ottawa, Canada on Saturday for a protest. So this could be big. Um, we'll see what, what happens with it. And, um, we'll see if the media decides to cover it or not. If they do, we know it's just going to be slanted. All these truckers are going to be labeled bad and everything. So we'll see what is happening. But, um, I just thought that was another interesting thing because the visuals of these truckers and all this stuff happening here it can be pretty, pretty powerful as far as what they're being told that they can and can't do regarding this and showing your paper. As we saw a video, if you watched um, uh, Southern Truth 2 on the YouTube and he and Eric and Lori, and I forget, uh, and Cass, and a few other people, they were on there, and they played a a video of this trucker who, um, you've probably seen it by now, uh, this trucker who, you know, was basically told he had to show his papers, and show this, and that, and uh, it's a pretty interesting thing, so um, it only takes one or two people to really stand up to these things, to stand up to the stuff, and there is sacrifice involved in that, too, so um, I think, uh I'm looking forward to seeing what is happening right now and uh so you can see the re resistance that we're kind of getting here but um then we'll go back and um right now we're going to go back and take a look at some of the some of the things that have been going on in the world. All right, so now um So now getting back to the VIP, to the book in progress here, we're going to go back and look at um, some of those early days with things that were happening with the COVID. And uh, let me just do a little screen share here, and we'll get right back into it. All right. So this is what page 39 that we're looking at here. I'm going to butcher this guy's last name or this lady's last name, Laura Krozek, Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center's vice president for external affairs was fired for comments on Facebook, including this one. Trump supporters need to pledge to give up their ventilators for someone else and not go to the hospital. Now she also joked about COVID-19 being a hoax. Also don't cast your stimulus check and all is, it's all a hoax. Choose some ibuprofen and be on your way. So just some bad jokes from somebody who obviously does not like Trump, Trump supporters, and uh, probably not the best thing to say. I would think, you know, but that it's it's freedom. So, I mean, she wants people to pledge to give up their ventilators for someone else for non-Trump supporters. It's kind of it's kind of a weird thing to say, but um, yeah. So I don't really know that much about who this lady is, but uh, after she said that, we're going to look at something. Yeah, there's a little back and forth here. All right. Confronted by another Facebook user about her comments, the former Hillary Clinton advisor tried to justify her anti-Trump views. That's literally what he's saying. Take your wow and comprehend and what your hero is saying. Your hero is saying you don't need a ventilator. So don't take one. When We know Trump has been talking about at this point Trump has been, during um, his press conferences, talking about the ventilators and and all that and trying to get people those, the ventilators who need one. Maybe a Trump supporter doesn't need a ventilator at this point here, but, um, so I don't know. It's just very, very weird content, very, very weird things that this person is saying. Finding out she's a former Clinton, Hillary Clinton advisor. Kind of makes sense of why she would make some of these ludicrous, crazy comments, because a lot of Hillary Clinton um, supporters are pretty freaking nuts uh, or just uninformed, one or the other. And sometimes it's a little bit of both. (laughs) But this behavior is not tolerated at Roswell Park, said a Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center CEO. Candace S. Johnson, if any team member act in this way that does not accord with that commitment, we will take swift and appropriate action just as we did in this instance. So that's pretty interesting. I don't really agree with that. I don't really agree with her being fired or canceled. Um, But, I mean, that's, that's up to the Roswell part. cancer center's choice it's kind of a weird thing i understand it's kind of a weird thing to for her to say it's a freedom of speech thing i mean i don't know i don't have a problem with what she says just laughing off and i don't take it seriously i mean the comment is so ridiculous i don't know if it's really worth something being fired for but obviously i'm not i'm not for canceling anybody i believe in freedom of, of speech whether it's you know whatever type of freedom of speech it is not just for some right it has to be for all or it's for none so here it's like man they're even canceling themselves in some of these cases here it's kind of weird but so that article is from summit.news and that was on uh january february march 31st 2020 hospital exec fired after discussing ways of ensuring Trump supporters get coronavirus. Even that that's a weird kind of headline for what it's, for what she was saying, but I don't know. I mean, I could see it's the, it's, it's those things where some people are just so focused on, you know, anti-Trump that they kind of lose sight of their own self, their own morals, their job and everything. It's, it's pretty, pretty odd, but I'm not really in favor of firing Anybody for a comment that's made for actions. You know, she was trying to stop Trump ventil- Trump supporters from getting access to ventilators, maybe, but she doesn't she doesn't seem to have that power. So I think that's kind of a little over overboard, but anyways. All right, here we go into the contaminated tests. Now, this was a big one here. This is from telegraph.co.us. This was actually from March 30th, 2020. UKS attempt ramp coronavirus testing hindered key components interesting title but here's what really happened these were contaminated tests primers and probes created by a company called Eurofins were contaminated with the COVID-19 so the tests had the virus in it. those parts were key components of the COVID-19 tests in route to the United Kingdom On March 31st, 2020, the Daily Telegraph reported laboratories across the country were on Monday warned to expect a delay after traces of the virus were detected in parts due for delivery in the coming days. So they did find it, but this goes back into those things, and this is why it made some people even more cautious about taking the test, because if the test themselves could be contaminated with the virus, I don't even know how that's possible. I don't know how that happens, but it did. Here's one. This is just the one that we know about, too. Even recently, we heard about some of this stuff, some contaminated tests, but you're not going to hear too much about this type of this type of thing. So this is a lot worse than false positive. This is contamination, right? So false positive, that's bad, but contaminating the test uh, is obviously going to make people a lot leery, very leery to even consider getting a test, knowing that you may get the virus. Pretty interesting stuff here. So this one, I had to grab these two links, these two articles, because this was going to get shoved down the memory hole. I don't know how many people have even heard about this, if they know about this stuff. And again, this is just one that we know about. So a spokesperson for Eurofins Genomics told the Daily Telegraph, yeah, there's some errors there. <laughs> this is why. This is all, like, early book forms. This is, like, the first draft, rough draft, not even not even really done. But uh, the spokesperson told the Daily Telegraph that the company was aware of contaminations observed, quote, observed by several primers and probes manufactured around the world after they produced sars dash. COV2 positive controls. Those initial problems can be easily resolved by properly cleaning and production segregation procedures. So they figured we can get rid of that and get we can knock off COVID-19 from the uh primers and um what was the other one? Primers and uh probes. So yeah, yeah they have ways to get rid of it from these parts, but uh nothing to worry about. It's kind of what they're saying. So that was pretty interesting. I thought, I don't know. I don't know what all your thoughts are on that, but I thought that was pretty interesting stuff. And we're finally getting into April of 2020. So getting closer to Easter as they are expecting Trump to drop the ball on Easter. and They're happily waiting for it. All right. So here's what Trump says. Difficult days are ahead for our nation, President Trump said during his April 1st, 2020 press briefing. We are going to have a couple of weeks starting pretty much now, but especially a few days from now that are going to be horrific. But even in the most challenging of times, Americans do not despair. We do not give in to fear. We pull together, we persevere, and we overcome, and we win. That's what you want to hear, not the doom and gloom that we hear from Biden about everything. Like, got to get the shot. I got to get the shot. Right. Got to get the shot or more people are going to die, this and that and all this stuff. And it's like, dude, let's stay calm. Let's deal with this and let's figure out what the best way is. You know, how do we move forward here? But obviously, The panic, right? Don't want the fear, don't want the fear overcome you. And I think a lot of people were very scared. They're very scared of getting this thing, getting coronavirus nineteen. They thought that they would die from it. I mean, maybe I'm wrong in that, but that was, you know, that's (laughs) looking at this, especially in those first couple weeks. That's what all the news was kind of saying. Like, you know, you get this, and you're going to be on a ventilator. If you're on a ventilator, you're pretty much doomed. So there, weren't, there wasn't a lot of talk, especially in the early days, about the recovery rate. And I think that's one of the things that really bothered me the more that I learned about this. Later, we'll get into e- Event 201. Hopefully, I still have those videos out here. I grabbed all that stuff as much as I could. Those, some very interesting stuff there when you talk about conspiracies and hoaxes re- related to this. So we'll keep reading on. Cheers. More than 17,000 National Guard personnel have now been activated all across the country, President Trump added. On Tuesday, the vice president sent a letter to the governors calling on them to have plans in place to use the National Guard to move medical supplies from warehouses to hospitals. So this is where it became, oh, what a National Guard, right? Because just because you start using the National Guard for medical supplies from warehouses to hospitals how long would it then take how, how easy would it be let's put it like this how easy would it be to then switch that um to using the national guard for forced vaccination the worst case scenario right so Trump here is giving us the best case scenario we know the media has been trying to give us the worst case scenario and hopefully the truth is somewhere in the middle thankfully it never got to that in this country it hasn't come to that uh, hopefully it never does, but if you really think they're going to use the National Guard for those type of, of things, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be as easy as they would like it to be. So, anyways, um, that's pretty interesting stuff. President Trump was eager to rebuild the country for the second time. So, so together, we're going to win this war, and the sooner we do, the sooner we can begin to rebuild and we're ready to rebound and return to normal lives. We went from the best economy in the history of the world, the best economy that this country has ever seen, the best employment numbers we've ever had, 160 million people working, almost 160 million, to a point where the professionals came to me and they say, sir, sir, you're going to have to shut the country down. I said, what does that mean? They said, sir, you're going to have to shut it down. We're going to build it up and i think we're going to build it up fast i think we're going to have a tremendous rebound there's a great energy and a great pent-up demand so that's definitely true we could see all that all of a sudden they want to take down everything that has been built here 160, uh, close to 160 million people working okay so that was part of a that was part of a whitehouse.gov briefing statement remarks um, President Trump, Vice President made. So I really tried to uh, stream all of those live, all of his press briefings. I think I still have them up on my backup channel. I know my friend backed up all the stuff from my main channel. So it's all definitely out there if people want to watch it, you can watch it in the full context. Some of the best stuff, the entertaining stuff, I guess, it's really hard, but it's, it's, it is when President Trump is asked questions and the way that he answers those questions. I mean, I could listen to that all day long. Um, that stuff is really, really good stuff. So, and it, it also gives you the other side because it seems like what the news media, when they're asking Trump these questions, it's like probably, and I can't say this for cert- certain, because I don't, watch the mainstream media, but it sounds like what they just were pumping from the mainstream media. So you're kind of just getting that. And it, it, you know, it gives Trump a, um, a response to those things that you may hear on CNN, MSNBC, maybe even Fox News too. I, I really don't know. but So I can't really say too much about what the media is doing because I don't watch mainstream media. But, um, you know, listening to the questions that they're asking here, it's like, wow, like, these are really relevant questions. These are really questions you guys want to ask the president during this time. So anyways, we off topic, but um, good to know and good to go and check out some of those uh, back and forths. Now, I think they've been taken down from the White House website or from the white house their youtube channel it's just all biden stuff now maybe they do that every four or eight years i'm not really sure but that was another reason why i wanted to make sure to back up all that stuff so i have a ton of that stuff um on my youtube channel Uh, i have a whole trump section a coronavirus section so um a lot of those speeches are probably probably there and then all of the replays things like that too so um, and then on the, uh, the podcast that I never talk about, the What is Truth podcast, which, which has a ton of content, lots of Trump speeches. If you're looking for past speeches from President Trump, you'll find a lot of those there. On Spotify, by the way, um, What is Truth, nine, what is Truth uh, Greg Fernandez Jr., put that into Spotify. It'll probably pop right up. You'll see the book cover, my book cover, and there's a lot of different things that we cover in there, tons of different stuff. So all this content. We'll we'll be up on there very soon, if it's not already there, by the time that you're listening or watching this. All right, so another interesting thing happened on April 1st when Russia extended a hand to the United States by providing 60 tons of ventilators, masks, respirators, and other items, according to an unnamed U.S. official source. At the nation's capital, and that's from Yahoo News, Russia playing coronavirus medical gear. So there's the the collusion, the Russian collusion right there. There's your proof, right? (laughs) Because uh, Russia is helping Trump um, with the ventilators, the masks, the respirators, and other items. Boom, collusion right there. Go back in time, impeach him for a third time. Uh, After President Trump and President Putin spoke over the phone on March 30th, a Russian military transport plane flew from Moscow to John F. Kennedy Airport in New York on April 1st. It, was, it seemed relations were good between Russia and the United States. The Interfax News Agency reported Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov's remarks about the situation. Translated, I'm sure, Trump gratefully accepted this humanitarian aid. It is important to note that when offering assistance to U.S. colleagues, the president, Putin, assumes that when U.S. manufacturers of medical equipment and materials gain momentum, they will also be reciprocal if necessary. Ooh, quid pro quo, right? There. Quid pro quo. Interesting. Um, very interesting. So in, Interfax is an interesting um, news website too, if you never check that out, check that out, pretty interesting. Okay, April 2nd, let's move on to April 2nd. Now this is a statement from President regarding the Defense Production Act. I put that inside of here, just one paragraph here. So um, today I've issued, and so I can read all this here to see if there's anything relevant. More of the Defense Production Act to fully ensure that domestic manufacturers can produce ventilators needed to save american lives so it's like they have to have an act they have to have something so that uh, ventilators can even be produced (laughs) domestically pretty interesting my order to the secretary of health and human services and secretary of Homeland security will help domestic manufacturers like general electric hill rom medtronics resmed royal phillips and secure the supplies they need to build the ventilators needed to defeat the virus. So that's what they're using to defeat the virus at this point. As of April second, twenty 2020, one of the big things is the ventilators. The ventilators help the breathe. The the respiratory system, coronavirus-19, seem to attack the respiratory system during the stage. So this makes sense of why they would use that, why they were doing that. Pretty, pretty interesting stuff here, but I just remember the ventilators, hearing the ventilators. Don't you remember that too? Ventilators, we, vent- we don't have enough ventilators. We need the ventilators, et cetera, et cetera. We need to make sure that the people who need it the most, which did seem to be the elderly, were being attacked a lot more, especially at that point, the ventilators were were needed. Then we got to the point where we had all these ventilators and didn't really need them. But at this point, He says, I'm grateful to these and other domestic manufacturers for ramping up their production of ventilators during this difficult time. Today's order will save lives by removing obstacles in the supply chain that threaten the rapid production of ventilators. I mean, this just shows he has to do this stuff. This is probably why I put this in here. He has to have these acts, do these orders because of how difficult it may be to create things inside of the U.S. that the U.S. needs. It's really interesting stuff here. Um, just shows how far, you know, how much damage Trump inherited when he became the president of this great nation. All of the things that he had to work against, the things that he had to do to just get something like this, that should be, we should be building these things. We have people here that can build all of this stuff here. If they would let them, if the regulations, If the obstacles, um, if there weren't the obstacles, but somebody wanted at some point wanted to put the obstacles in place to make it difficult for us in this country, you can clearly see that. So as of April 2nd, 2020, there were 1,014,499 reported cases worldwide. So as of April 2nd, over 1 million cases worldwide with 53,000 deaths and over 200,000 people who recovered from the virus, specifically 212,018 people who recovered from the virus. According to those stats, there were 749,322 active cases and 265,177 closed cases. Of those closed cases, 212,018 people recovered from coronavirus 19 and 53,159 have died. Of the 749,322 active cases, 711,624 were in mild condition and 37,698 people were in serious or critical condition. So this is, you know, again, we talked about this in the last show. This is when I really felt like I need to get these numbers. I need to make sure we have these numbers because they're they're changing. They're ever changing. They're always changing. So I don't know what the numbers are today. If you go to worldometers.info backslash coronavirus, you can look at those numbers. Look at the China numbers. It's funny. Um, It would be funnier if it wasn't so serious, but the numbers are so low, just like this can't be accurate. So um, interesting. So on the same day, President Trump tested negative. So he's tested again. And on April 2nd, 2020, negatorio. And here is that the memorandum memorandum i want to get the actual document here sometimes it's really hard to find these actual documents i don't know why it should not be this hard but anytime you see any articles anything that i put up on my website whatistruth911.wordpress.com that's what is truth the numbers com. i do try to include the article or the uh the actual document in there um has a hyperlink so you can hyperlink you'll see it and just click on it and you can find things like this for the actual documents. To me that's very, very important. And I have a whole file section of all of these documents that are kind of backed up just in case. But um so what the doctor is saying, they test it again and um using utilizing a new rapid point of care test capability. He is healthy and without symptoms. Sample collection just took one minute, and results were reported in 15 minutes. So in 15 minutes, they were able to say President Trump tested negative for coronavirus as of April 2nd, 2020. Okay. Um, One last thing I think here that we'll go through for April 2nd, a paddleboarder in Malibu. California was arrested the same day and charged with suspicion of disobeying a lifeguard and violating Governor Gavin Newsom's stay-at-home order. A misdemeanor. The person was booked and released from the Calabasas Sheriff's Office. A court date was set for later, and the man faces up to six months in jail and a one thousand dollar fine for disobeying for surfing for paddleboarding because they want to go and paddleboard. So. Um. Disobeying the stay at home order. So uh, I think there's a video out there somewhere too. The man ignored orders from a lifeguard to leave the beach and then ignored sheriff's deputies that were called to the scene. About 40 minutes later, a Marine Delray patrol boat arrived and the man swam back to shore and was arrested. That's from KTLA News, local news officials, paddleboarder arrested at Malibu Pier for flouting state stay at home order. All right. Um I yeah, could do a few more paragraphs here. As of April 3rd, 2020, 44 of 70 college students from the University of Texas tested positive for COVID-19 after returning from Mexico. So they went they were in Mexico right back. The students flew to Cabo San Lucas for spring break on a chartered plane, but some flew back to Texas on commercial airliners. Health officials have been in touch with the students and a spokesperson for the University of Texas said the incident was, quote, a reminder of the vital importance of taking seriously the warnings of public health authorities on the risk of becoming infected with COVID-19 and spreading it to others. That's from Fox News. Coronavirus infects more University of Texas spring breakers. And this is all during the spring break, right? Now, a few days earlier on April 1st, the city of Austin released a public statement warning citizens of the dangers of COVID-19. An individual in their 20s is in critical condition at a local hospital, the statement began. Austin-Travis County Interim Health Authority, Dr. Mark Escott, continues to urge the public to stay home, except for essential activities to reduce the risk of spreading coronavirus-19. That was what we were just continually told. Stay home, stay home, stay home, and that's it. And people were staying home and still getting it, by the way. The health of the public is in the hands of the community, said Dr. Ascott. It is important to understand that young people are not immune from serious illness. We implore the community to stay at home, even if you are not feeling ill. And before leaving your home, ask yourself, is this trip necessary? It is the entire community's responsibility to stop the spread, including our young adults and teens. People with mild symptoms may significantly contribute to further viral spread to others, including other patients and medical staff. Those who only present mild symptoms May be a significant contribution to spread, and therefore, everyone should stay at home unless absolutely necessary. Now, we're going to learn as we come, uh, as we get closer, these things are, um, uh, kind of contrary to what some of the other doctors are saying, where you need to be infected, kind of like, uh, like, like chickenpox, right? You need to get it now so that way it's not worse later right that's why they would always want the kids to get get it as kids so your body builds up um uh, it builds up and um in immunity to these things so that way if you get it when you're later it's going to be a lot more troublesome so something i mean that's not the best comparison but that's kind of what i was thinking about um the best comparison that i could come up with i guess is kind of like you know, you have to be exposed to it in order to get over it. And what what's in the vaccine, right? I mean, it's got to be a little bit of the COVID-19. It's got to be in the vaccine, right? Do you know if you've taken the vaccine? Do you know what's in the vaccine? Have you asked? Do they share? Do they tell you? Uh, these are all very, very important things to kind of know. I mean, why would you put anything in, into your body if you didn't know what it is, first of all? So... And with that we will go ahead and um I will shut this one down for now but I do want to thank everybody again for joining us here. This was episode 5 of the Invisible Enemy COVID-19 going back through these early days and taking a, also a little a little look a little glance at what is actually happening right now here in 2022. The date is what, the 27th, January 27th, 2022. So, thank you all again for joining me here just for this brief um, show. And episode six will continue back on next time. So, God bless you all. Hope you're all doing well. Stay safe. Mm
1: Are you interested in the paranormal, murder mysteries, cryptocurrency, and thought-provoking interviews? Then check out Crypt Ricks I've Been Thinking on YouTube, or every Monday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Studio A, at Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com.
0: Welcome to the Crypt
1: What's up, everybody? This is Ross from Planet X Filmworks channel on YouTube and the Zodiac Files True Crime series. Check it out and shout out to Greg and the Gray Stage channel. Their content is amazing.
0: A simple truth. It really is this simple. Either you believe David Crowley is innocent, or you believe he is guilty. If you believe David Crowley is guilty, you are wrong. If you believe David Crowley is innocent, you are right. It really is that simple. A United States Army veteran is dead. His wife and his five-year-old daughter are dead. A thorough investigation would only conclude with authorities admitting they lacked evidence to support their accusations. If authorities were to admit the case remains unsolved, they would also have to admit that the public may still be in danger. I am not able to solve this case. My interest is in forcing authorities to admit David Crowley is innocent. The reason they refuse to talk about this case is not because they are confident of David's guilt. They lack confidence in their allegations. Their department wishes to move on, but they are only lying to themselves they must know the simple truth and they need to publicly admit this their credibility depends on it now the unspoken truth is that david is innocent until proven guilty why are authorities running from the simple truth how long do they think they can run for you cannot run from god you cannot run from your nightmares and you cannot run from the facts why would anyone want to What could possibly motivate someone to try? If you cannot prove David Crowley guilty, then he remains innocent. It's as simple as that. So the resistance we face is disgusting. If David was guilty, the evidence would be right in our faces. If David was guilty, resistance to our questions would not exist. If David was guilty, facts would be evident. There are no facts to prove David guilty. There are only facts which prove David innocent. Hence the resistance to getting justice for David Crowley and family. Who cares? Do the people who closed this case and decided to not speak about it ever again really care? Do the friends who accused David Crowley of being guilty days after his body was found really care? Perhaps they only care about spreading the accusations of David's guilt instead of researching the facts of this case. They don't seem to care about the facts which prove David innocent. Truth is a simple thing. Justice does not die. Facts prove David is innocent.
1: Interested in the paranormal, murder mysteries, cryptocurrency, and thought-provoking interviews? Then check out Ricks I've Been Thinking on YouTube or every Monday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Studio A at Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com. Welcome to
0: the crypt.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Ross from Planet X Filmworks channel on YouTube and the Zodiac Files True Crime series. Check it out and shout out to Greg and the Grey Stage channel. Their content is amazing. Everyone, this is Sophia from the Gray Stage Podcast, and I'd like to invite all of our listeners to join the Justice for David Crowley and Family group, located on Facebook, where we have almost 4,000 members. In this group, we welcome discussions regarding the case, and have all of the documents located in the file section for everyone to review. If you like, you're welcome to visit Greg Fernandez Jr.'s website called The Gray Stage. It's located at thegraystagewordpress.com. You can find his book and all the official documents for this case at his website. Lastly, I'd like to introduce you to Catherine Michelle, who's a part of this podcast. Catherine Michelle has a YouTube channel under her name where she mainly discusses the Crowley case. So please feel free to stop by and give her channel a like, and a listen. Until our next podcast, keep seeking the truth and justice for David Crowley and his family.